0: Welcome to Fewer Things Better. This is the place for all of us who are big on goals and short on time. Together, we'll explore smart, simple ideas on how to retrain your brain and unlock your life. I'm your host, Kristen Graham. Let's get started. The other day, I found a gift card in a drawer for a well-known restaurant in town. I remembered that I had received it as a gift during the holidays a few years ago. That was right before COVID, so it ended up in this kitchen drawer during all of the social distancing. Last week, my partner and I were getting ready to go to an event nearby this restaurant a few days later, so I called the restaurant to see if the gift card was still any good. Yes, they said, and it was worth $300. $300. It was a really fun surprise. So we had an amazing dinner and we still have money left over. Definitely won't put that card back in the drawer again. How often do we have unused credit tucked away somewhere, either financially or credit in a different value? As a good person in the world, I'm guessing you do a lot for others. It's part of who you are and part of how the world works. Reciprocity is one of the basic principles of social psychology that says, in most social and professional situations, we pay back what we receive from others. And that's true in theory. But like my tucked away gift card, often time or circumstances interrupt the balance of reciprocity And we can find ourselves on either end of the giving or receiving. And that's part of life, too, when things aren't perfectly balanced. However, the question for today is to consider where you may have hidden values and whether you feel comfortable redeeming any unused credit. The bottom line on top of this episode is that accepting something gracefully is often a gift back to the giver. Think back to a recent time when someone wanted to give you something. It could be a compliment, paying for your meal, an offer to help you out, etc. Did you resist it at first or did you easily and happily accept it? Of course, it depends on the situation but the focus here is about exploring your comfort with receiving, regardless of what's being offered. Let's stay on this for a minute. What are things that come to mind that are easy for you to accept? Start small. Someone opens the door for you. You get a free dessert at a restaurant on a birthday or a special occasion. Or somebody picks up something that you dropped. Comfort. Is a personal decision. So, this is an exercise in seeing where you feel acceptance or resistance. Is there a scenario where you could accept something from one person, let's say them paying for your lunch, but you'd be challenged if the same thing was offered from someone else? Or is there a situation where the effort is challenging no matter where it comes from, such as receiving a compliment? Does that usually leave you stumbling along? Or do you feel a ready acceptance? And when you do offer thanks, are you able to do it quickly? Saying something like, Thank you so much for buying my meal, or I really appreciate your help with this. Is that done in a succinct, sincere way? In recognizing the gesture or the gift? If you find that saying thanks is hard for you to find the words, or you tend to overthink people, or maybe you make a mental tally so you're sure to return the effort in kind. These are signals to explore about how you value the effort or how you value yourself. Let's return to the gift card example. Is there an area in your life where you often give something freely and easily? Perhaps it's babysitting for others or volunteering for a certain event or cause or lending a hand at work or school with projects. Do you let others do for you in the same way in which you do? Insert whatever example is most relevant here. Would you accept a ride to the airport, for example? Okay, maybe you would. Would you ask for a ride? Oh, does that start to get more uncomfortable? Asking versus receiving what's offered? Accepting is one thing, but asking to redeem store credit from others is often more challenging, even if it's been out of balance, not in your favor for a while. I was talking with a former colleague recently, and he was sharing steps he's taking to update his LinkedIn profile. After some nudging from me, which I'll call encouragement, he reached out to several people to ask them to write a recommendation for him. To his delight, the people were happy to help, and he was able to see their positive words about his talent. It was a real confidence boost for him. A few moments of discomfort in asking for something can potentially lead to more credit than you expect. It could also offset some hidden resentment we might be fostering in those times when we've been overgiving or overdoing in certain situations or to certain people. Psychologically, we often will do for others what we hope for in return. It can be our subtle or not so subtle signal on what we really wish to receive. And this can be a slippery space. Expectations often lead to future resentments. So if you know you have store credit somewhere, whether it's actual or emotional credit, either find a way to redeem it or find a way to release it. Don't try to track the mental receipts about how other people should just know and you shouldn't have to ask. You see, that's an excuse we tell ourselves, and it carries negative interest that only you end up paying. We live in a noisy, busy world. We're going to forget things. Being reminded and being asked is part of a relationship exchange. I've learned this personally about myself. I mean well, but I forget things in the busy buzz of the days. So now when I offer to assist with something, I will tell the person directly to follow up with me in a certain amount of time. This keeps me accountable and it also gives them an open invitation to revisit the topic. A conversation involves more than one person. So check where you are having invisible dialogues in your head and give others the chance To participate. Sure, you can and likely do plenty good well enough on your own. But not asking and not receiving doesn't actually earn you extra merit badges. The bonus of an exchange could end up having a far greater value for everyone involved. And exchanges aren't always equal swaps, since we all value things at different levels. And many times, the monetary value has little to do with how it's valued. For example, if you know someone who's a caregiver, see where you can offer time. If someone has a business or a passion project, see where you can offer endorsement, attendance, supplies, positive public reviews, and so on. The best gift registries are often right in front of us. Recognition is often the best wrapping on any gift. It is the thought that counts. And it counts when we give the thoughts and the gifts and the credit. Sometimes the best ways we can take good care is to be willing to accept good care. Thanks for listening. You can find a lot more like this by following me on LinkedIn We're going to unlockthebrain.com and joining the mailing list. And if you found value in this podcast, please take a moment to rate or comment. Thanks so much. And now let's go do fewer things better.